Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 18. It's the last week of the season, probably the weirdest week of the season. We're going to have some random, random people putting up a lot of weird points on Sunday. And I can't wait. We're going to be firing off some really hot takes tonight. This might be the hardest, but also the most fun week of the year to play DFS. So how are you guys feeling this week? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking at it like this is going to be just a fun week, in my opinion. Uh, I think there's there's a way to get a few edges, but there's going to be so much kind of turmoil and like throughout Sunday, like the, the, the slate changing, like I'm just going to have fun with it. So I've got my teams that I'm playing and got my, my player pool. I'm ready to go. Hell yeah. Um, I think this week, especially if you haven't subscribed or don't think that you need like some sort of optimizer that you can tweak or something like that. Um, this is the week to use something like that because it's going to find play. Like, look, there's just too many people playing. It's going to find and isolate plays for you guys that are probably, you just wouldn't come up with on yourself. I know basically I think 95% of the players that matter in fantasy football and I found some guys uh, through <laughs> through the optimizer and the service that I use that I've now tweaked my projections and plugged into my lineup. So, I mean, you know, if, you know, whatever one you want to subscribe to out there, I personally, you know, we use Run the Sims. Um, I like that one because it's not really giving you any advice. It's just presenting the numbers, allowing you to tweak what you think is going to happen. And then it really easily spits out um, – some projections based on your inputs, right? It's got the baseline stuff, which is great, which allows you to maybe find some guys and then you can look at the game situation and kind of go from there. So um, or lot, they're pretty, you just they're listen, pretty cheap. Or you just listen to us and what it's we've learned easy. and you don't have to subscribe to anything. We give the free content. We have all the free. info. So free. listen up. Free, free, all right, guys, free. let's start on some quarterbacks. Um, we'll go high, low as usual. Um, Vinny, Mr. 12 quarterback, I'm going to let you lead off. Oh, we're start we're start with Saturdays, right? Uh no, we're going to go Sunday no. and then we're going to okay, hit our Saturday Saturday, yeah. Saturday okay. stuff at the very end, so stick around. Um right. Sat- Saturday stuff at the very end, we're going to just really just give our favorite plays and then I've got a few uh showdown nuggets um that you'll definitely want to stick around for, so stay tuned. All right, cool. Oh, yeah. Well, in that case, uh, I'm going to go up top here. Uh, I think, you know, obviously there's been a lot of things that have happened this week. I think the Bills come out and absolutely roast New England. Um, I, I don't think it's any, I don't think it's close. Uh, I think they put up 30, 40 points here and just blow New England out of the building. Um, so I'm going to Josh Allen at 8,400. As always, very clear stacking options. I just don't think this game's close at all. Um, I think they the Bills make their stamp and they look hopefully to get that number one seed, but we'll see what happens with the Chiefs game. But I'm going up top to Allen. Not a bad play. Um, I don't want to go that expensive this week, personally, in a week mm-hmm. where Buffalo does really get ahead. Do they just give Singletary the ball 35 times with uh, James Cook? Yeah. But no, 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 Nostradamus. But my favorite guy this week is Joe Burrow. I think with this whole playoff implication thing that's going on, um, Taylor, their head coach, I've never heard him like angry before. Um, He's fucking pissed right now. Um, He's pissed off. If they lose, the home field advantage goes to a coin flip. I mean, 
They're favored by nine points against Baltimore. I can see the Bengals just coming out and beating them three, four touchdowns. No. Maybe Burrow might throw the ball 60 times in this game. They're, they, they're, I don't think they're going to fuck around in this game. They want that home field advantage, and they want to throw two middle fingers up to the NFL. So I'm all in on uh, Joey B this week. I'm right, th- I'm right there with you, Joey. Um, playing the Joey B for you, Joey. Uh, I mean, Cheers. look, you started, you started to see in that Bills game his prowess as a passer, um, and I think that they were going to beat the Bills in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was going to be kind of a shootout. But Baltimore's defense is terrible. Um, they have a decent run defense ever since they required acquired Roquan, but their pass defense is absolutely atrocious. Uh, for Joe Burrow, being at home, essentially having a bye week, um, I know there's a lot of turmoil, but look, the guys were, as soon as that game was over, um, they were starting to prep just in case it was canceled and just go about their normal mm-hmm. week. Um, they're starting to prep for Baltimore. This is a division game. They want to make sure, like you said, Zach Taylor's pissed. So yeah. I'm all in on Joe Burrow. Um, I think 7,300 is way too cheap. Way too cheap. For a guy that is going to probably throw the ball 50 times this game and has a legit shot to be the highest scoring quarterback on the slate by like yeah. 10 to 15 points. I, so, I definitely don't disagree. He's one of my four quarterbacks that I have a lot of interest in this ooh. week. So, But, yeah, um, if I got to go Allen or Burrow, so obviously Allen's the man. But to save 1100 going down to Burrow with probably the same exact upside, I'm, in my opinion, actually more upside, I got to go straight to Joey B. Um, he's my yeah, guy I, that's above 7K. I just think that game, like Buffalo at home after everything that happened this week, they have a chance to knock New England out of the playoff race. Like, dude, they, they're just – that place is going to be so electric on Sunday. So You're right, I'm going Buffalo. There. <laughs> you know, there's going to be a lot of tables broken it's on not a, It's not a bad play. The mafia is going to be out in force. Yeah, pray for every plastic table. One, uh, one guy I would like Buffalo to talk to about up there that kind of screwed some people last week just because Austin Eckler went off. But Justin Herbert coming in at like less than 2% owned. Um, He's a guy that Denver's defense, again, their run defense is pretty good. Their pass defense, not so great. Um, I think this is kind of a Justin Herbert breakout week and they need to win as well just to keep, to make sure that they're solidified. Um, They're one of those teams that isn't playing great. So they can't really afford to send anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that, you know, him and Burrow at 68 and 7,300 are really my preferred spot to go to outside of, you know, Josh Allen. Um, I don't really have any interest in Hurts this week. Yeah. yeah, That was the meeting I just wanted to ask about. Yeah, I just don't know what we're going to really get out of Hurts. You know, like, do they go up really quick? And they're like, yeah, we're not going to mess his shoulder up. Like, he's not going to be running the ball this week. I think he's going to do just enough to yeah. get sneaked by this W, which I don't think they're going to put all the weight on him. Which I do not like for DFS. So I think no that, I think that's me. really fair. I think their goal definitely, obviously, is to win the game. But like, if they can get him some reps, he hasn't played in what three weeks, two weeks. Like, yeah, they want to get, get him, him in that there. starting yeah. repetition, taking snaps, calling plays, right? Get back in the groove again. That's the whole intention of him playing, not to throw yeah. up five touchdowns. <laughs> yep, for sure. Um, All right, let's move down G- below uh, to a concussion boy. So Dak Prescott down. Do you guys have any interest in that six K range? Uh, I mean, it's for me, it's Tom Brady, and that's really about it. Um, in the 6k range, 
Um, Seattle, I mean. Well, hold on. I, I've heard I've heard this this week that Tom Brady is literally suiting up and possibly just doing a first quarter almost as like a dry run not to get rusty because nothing matters to them in this game. And then Blaine Gabbard's coming in in the second quarter. That's yeah, what that's, I have heard that might happen. So I'm staying away from Tampa Bay in general this week. Yeah, it's it's this is one of those weeks where you just kind of have to play guys who you know one. who are going to have to roll in, the dice a little. Yeah. You know, um, it, it might be a. I think Dak might be interesting because they do kind of need to win that game. I think they don't. I mean. Well, they have a chance to take the division, right? If Philly yeah. loses and they win, Dude, they 100%. technically have a shot and they're alive for the first seed. Yeah, the Niners and Eagles both lose, which is highly. Yeah, Niners aren't losing, yeah. but they have something to play for. Is the point, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I was on Dak earlier this week, and I was just really unsure of the whole thing. Um, well, so Washington, any guy, it. any guy that's even a little bit banged up for Washington right now, they're not playing. Like Jonathan Allen, he's not playing. Um, yeah, Chase Young, I know he's playing, but he's probably going to get limited reps. They're uh, not going to play him full. I don't know if they're yeah. going to go full on Chase Young, right? They're not going to risk their star's career over a Week 18 game that doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah. So yeah. I can see Dallas just putting it to them, winning by a lot, and Dak getting us a lot of those first half points that we're looking for. The problem with it is you're not going to get that backside shootout from Washington. What? So I think okay. Not so not fast. Not so friend. fast, my friend. Um, but right. yeah, I, so, okay. I, I, I like I Dak. I think they're playing yeah. for a lot. So I think Dak's in play for sure. I don't really have a whole lot of interest here in this mid-range. I'll be no, honest. Neither. I'm either going up high or as we'll get to, I'm going this, down low. This is the perfect Kirk Cousins week again. So Going against Chicago, the total is actually kind of high. The public's on the under. I can see the Vikings just absolutely crushing the Bears, going into the playoffs, coming in as one of the biggest favorites ever, and then losing their first game. <laughs> and it's based off of this game where they just crush the Bears and put up 40 points. I can see Kirk Cousins having an absolute game this week where it doesn't mean shit. It's perfect so, for Kirk Cousins. So the only problem is that in a press conference today, mm -hmm. their coach hinted at – the fact that all their big studs might not play a full game. Yep. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yep. So head Week coach, 18. <laughs> so head, today, head coach Kevin O'Connell intimated Friday that Cousins and other key starters on the offense may not play the entirety of the Vikings Week 18 game. Uh, per yeah. Joe Nelson of SI.com. And they're, and they're playing Nate oh. Peterman, which means that game should be over about halfway through the second. And the, the, and quote, the, <laughs> the quote is, and you can interpret this – as you want from the coach, Kevin O'Connell, we've got a pretty clear cut plan of how we want to go about the whole game, but we're going to go in with the expectation of our guys going to try and get off to a good start and play good football. So yeah. to me yeah. and most other people out there, if they're up big early, <sighs> you're not going to see these guys in the second half, a whole bunch. Now, I think people may overreact to that, Joey, and I think it might be a good spot to go just play Cousins and play Jefferson and Hawkinson because to NFL teams, it's not like college teams. They're not going to sit guys at halftime. I mean, unless they're up like 45 to 3, which I don't think. But even in that case, if they score 30 to 40 points in the first half, which won't happen in an NFL game, Cousins and, and company probably get to the points that you need. Yeah. So – yeah. I mentioned that because I think it is a good spot to go to Kirk Cousins, especially after 
these comments where people are going to start to go, oh, my God, they're going to pull people. Pulling people in the NFL means pulling them in the fourth quarter, like mid, like 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, they're going to pull them, right? Because, again, the Vikings have to make sure that they that they win this game. Now, the unfortunate part is that they are playing Chicago, led by Nate Peterman. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason that Chicago has even been somewhat exciting and relevant is the guy who's not playing. Feels, like he yeah. hasn't had weapons in 12 weeks. So that it's guy's now gone. That this game is going to be over so fast. Like I can just see, I can see this. I can see them, the Vikings being up 24 to six at the first half. And Kirk Cousins has three touchdowns and 250 yards. Right? See, that like, probably, I can see that happening easily, but that probably gets you there. Oh, no, it definitely gets you there. So yeah. I can see that scenario happening. Um, and then his ownership might go below 2% just because of those comments. And it could be easy. Nathan Peterman throws a couple turnovers in his own territory, and Kirk Cousins throws for three touchdowns in a quarter. Yeah. I, I'm staying away from it. I, I see where he could definitely hit value and everything. I'm just going to try to play guys that I know are, are going to give me four or at least like – you know, they haven't sent up to play this week. So uh, I, I I don't mind it if you guys like if you went there. Like I wouldn't hate on it. Yeah. Okay. I think you gotta you gotta risk it for the biscuit sometimes. Well, all right. So getting, to, getting, getting to risk it. I mean, do you want me just to drop down? Is there anybody else like in this yeah. range? You guys like well, let's go to the six K down. So Gino down is who's your guys Jimmy, who's your guy down here? Um I like Sam Darnold. Um he continues to play well, he continues to play the entire game. Um, they're at a point where I think that the owner wants him to play um, so they can see exactly what they have. Um, and this is kind of a tryout for Sam Darnold for next year too. New Orleans is going to have to play. Um, I think that they have some, they still have an outside shot of winning that division. Maybe um, I'm not hundred percent sure, but their past defense is not great um, with you know, a halfway decent quarterback that can really be exploited. And then if New Orleans really doesn't have anything to play for in the second half, they will start sitting some of those defensive guys down. So at 5,300, we've seen that Sam Darnold just kind of keeps firing the entire game and doesn't really stop. Um, I personally like that. I know what I'm getting at 5,300. His stacking options are really cheap. To me, you don't really need to go much further than DJ Moore and then just kind of leave it. Um, but that's kind of who I would probably be interested in in this mid five in this like five thousand range. I like that. Can we just pause real quick and acknowledge on the other side of the game that Andy Dalton is now the same price as Jameis Winston, who hasn't played since week. <laughs> like he's literally just hit rock bottom. <laughs> like he's been so bad. He is. He is the same price as Taysom Hill, yep. Jeff Driscoll, uh, and Nathan Peterman. So that's pretty bad. Yeah, Sam Ellinger well, is higher priced than him. Yeah, I, I, I like that call, Jim, with Darnold. I'm going to go down a little bit further than that. I'm playing Sam Howell this week. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. I, I'm, I like I'm this kid there, a yeah. lot in college. I don't know. Nobody knows exactly why he slipped so far in the draft. Um, this well, kid he, was hurt. he was hurt as part was, of the reason. But, but I mean, he, what do you go in, like, the fifth or sixth round? And there was talks, you know, before the – early in the college season, was he, like, a first or second rounder, right? So the kid's got talent. Uh, the, the reason I like him this week is he is going to come out and let it fly. Like, he's going to air it out. I know the team sucks. Uh, as long as McLaurin's out there playing, Dotson, all these guys, like, I'm going to play him. Um, they should be trailing Dallas. It's a good spot for him. Um, 
hopefully the pass rush just doesn't eat them alive early in that game. But is the price is right, man. You can fit anybody in into your stacks if you go this route. So. I mean, you can. So I'm glad you brought Howell up because you can stack two other players with him. That after that, you can basically just put in whoever the fuck you want. Whoever you want. If you want to go Jefferson and, Insane. you know, think he gets it, like, go for it, right? So. No, you could jam McCaffrey, Eckler, and and Nick Chubb in there. Well, guys, it, it worked with David Blau last week. Exactly. Blau I got us there. Blau got 4X last week. Yes. I mean, he was 4K and he got he got like yeah. 15 and a half points or something. It's amazing, like, but He true. got us there and I was able to get guys like Eckler and McCaffrey in the same lineup yes. because of that. Totally. Yes. And so, he should have been starting for a while now. So I think this kid's going to come out and just let it fly. You know, obviously, yeah, it could be disastrous, but there's a lot of plays on this slate. You know, and as we were talking about, like, there's a lot of guys that are good quarterbacks that could play one quarter and probably yes. get you the same amount of points that he potentially could get. So yes. I don't look at yeah. the risk value as that bad this week. So Sammy Howe, 4,900. Man, I, I, love, are, I love Are, are we, we going to talk about the elephant in the room right below him? Who's Ooh. going there? Desmond Ritter? No, I, I'm playing some Joey Flacco this week, baby. <laughs> Let's go. So, so look, Flacco puts up yards. All right, he might, he might struggle to get you those touchdowns, but like every time he plays, he throws for 350 yards plus. I just well, maybe it's, not. it's kind I of wild. I just don't I just don't know if I can do it. He's just okay, so here's here's the selling point on it, right? He's cheap. Miami's defense sucks. He like early in the season, he hit 30 points before. Like talk about a guy that's in ultimate yellow mode. What does Flacco have to lose? Right? Like he's going to come out and like like let it rip. Right? He does let it rip. I mean, he has played three games this year, and he has over 900 yards. (laughs) He just has a hard time scoring touchdowns. Like, he gets in the red zone, and he can't really do it. But from 20 to 20, the guy's an absolute monster in this offense. Um, I, If I do it, it's like Flacco with the running backs, right? Whoever we think the running back is going to be this week for the Jets, like a Michael Carter, if we think he's going to be the pass-catching back. Because Flacco is the guy that's going to dump it off over and over. He's not taking a goddamn hit. Dude, when so he I had, could see when he had Brees Hall earlier this year on his team, he threw it 52, 44, and 59 times in three games. <laughs> yep. Joey Flacco. With Flacco, dude. I, yeah, mean, I like I, it. I, mean, I, I really like it. It's so the my, same reasoning for Sam Howell play, like so, in my opinion. So my pro- well, it I mean it is. I just Miami's defense has just got awful. They're not so good. that's the other thing that helps yeah. too, is that if you're going to play Sam Howell, you also have to consider playing Joe Flacco because, I mean, they're Sam Howell is playing the Cowboys defense. And like you guys said, the Cowboys have a chance at the number two seed if yeah. the Niners and Eagles both lose. So they're going to have to make sure that they win. If they rest guys, it's only going to be with like five to ten minutes left in the, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really gross. But like this could be Flacco's last start of his career. Like it was it, also it was also really it. gross playing Blau last week, but it worked. Yeah, I mean, so, can you imagine Flacco winning this week, getting the just the playoffs, and he goes in another Flacco playoff run? Well, I think I think Is the Flacco Jets are eliminated, aren't they? No, yeah, no, I think if if they no. win and then the Patriots lose, they're in. Yes. All right. All right. And the well, Patriots, you're saying, are going to get fucking hood stomped by the Bills this week, so. Yeah. All they have to do is win. 
and we believe that they're in. So I like Flacco. Um, his Flacco elite questions are going to be coming next week. And uh, I like it, Vinny. I actually like Flacco better than Hell. Because right. we, we yeah. just don't know where it's we actually, get with yeah. Hal. Like, I, I like playing a little bit of Hal, but again, you have no clue what you're going to get out of Hal. E- yeah. yeah, I mean, even if it's a meaningless game, I'm playing some Flacco. Like, again, the guy's got nothing to lose. I'll take nothing. him. Nothing. Let's roll. I like well, it. So, all I so got. If, you guys, if you guys are curious how the Jets can still make the playoffs, they need to beat the Dolphins, so first. Uh, they would also need the Cleveland Browns to, pe- to beat the Steelers and the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Titans. That can all happen. So we, I'm pretty sure the Jaguars are going to beat the Titans. The Browns beating the Steelers based on how uh, the massage addict has looked. Uh, not great. Not great. But I, I think that scenario you were talking about, Jim, was with if they added an eighth team to the playoffs. Like when one of the NFL scenarios that they were coming up with. Maybe. Like I think they're out. But that was a, that was a quick, uh, quick Google search. Yeah, I'm not buying there. it. Yeah. I, I think I think they're dead, but who cares? Like that's even better for Flacco. Like well, he's got literally nothing to lose. So yeah, hundred percent. That's a, that's All where right. I'm rolling the quarterbacks. Let's go to running backs. Switching running gears. Back. The running now back. this this is the ultimate. Like is this a dress rehearsal game? Because if you're gonna limit somebody's carries, it's this week, right? Like the elephant guy is Saquon Barkley. I can see Saquon Barkley suiting up getting the first drive and not playing again the rest of the day. Yep. hundred percent. He's the one player on that team that is truly irreplaceable. Um, I mean, Matt Breida is his backup. Yep. So, you know, I like Matt Breida in a yes. big tournament. This I think Saquon's going to get that first drive of the game and you're not going to see him again. They want to get yeah. him in that rhythm and then get him out. Yeah. I mean, so for like the, and here's like the nice part is that like run the Sims isn't even putting him in their projections. Like he's, he's, he's out of their baseline projections yeah. and that's how confident they feel that he's really probably not going to play very much. So take, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but you know, if, if a site that has, you know, tens of thousands of subscribers is excluding him from their projections, they don't do that, you know, just kind of on a whim and a prayer. They do that yep. with some pretty good understanding of, you know, what they think is going to happen this week. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I have a lot of concerns for like all these guys that were 7k. Yeah. I, just... I mean, the one that I don't, that I'll go back to again, is I think Eckler is probably the most safe out of all these guys. I would say Eckler and Mixon are probably the most safe as far as being phased out from, you know, their winning standpoint. Um, I just don't like Mixon a whole lot because of Baltimore's run defense he could do some stuff in the passing game, but if they start kicking Baltimore's ass a little bit, they're just going to give P. Ryan a lot more run. He's already been getting quite a bit of run. Eckler's expensive, but his role within the passing game makes him extremely valuable. Um, yeah. And, I mean, as I mean, far as Christian honest. McCaffrey goes, I mean, look, I know that the Niners need to win this game, but – I mean, I don't know. The the reality is the best way to go at running back this week is those running backs that are trying to prove themselves. And it's kind of an audition for next season. Yep. That is, this is the week for it because even the guys that are veterans that are full playing, the teams are in contention. They don't give a shit. They're just trying not to get hurt. Yeah. The off season. And real quick, I just pulled this up, but the chargers, if, if the Bengals beat the Ravens, the chargers game is meaningless. They're in the fifth seed. They're locked in. 
like the the game does not matter in the afternoon. So it, it just like like I said before starting the show, like the slate's going to change throughout the day. But yeah, I'm with you. Like yes, if they can get it the fifth seed, I think Eckler's a good play. I'm just not going to go there and hope he doesn't go nuclear. But um, yeah, I, I just I because don't... like there's so much that could change. You know, like yeah, I, I would much rather that looking at the slate this week. I'm personally going to be spending not all the way down. But yeah. really, seven thousand and below is where I'm going to be living a lot at running back. Same um, here. Just because mm-hmm. I would rather play the premium wide receivers because they're in some better spots, in my opinion. Yep, I completely agree. Um, um, you guys will have to remind me. Seattle is still in this, right? They, they are yes, still in it. They they have to win because they control so, their own destiny. So that makes Kenneth Walker literally my one of my favorite running backs in the entire slate. No injury designation going against a Rams team that doesn't give a shit anymore. He's a rookie. He's got you know not many miles on his legs. That guy he might get 25, 30 carries this game with catches. Well, and here's the here's the other thing too. And I'm I'm right there. I'm in total lockstep with you. Kenneth Walker, the, the Seahawks aren't good, good enough. Their defense is not good enough to be like, oh, we're up by like 13 points. We can just take the throttle off. Like, no, like Baker Mayfield is playing for a roster spot somewhere next year, and the Rams are going to continue to play. They're not playing anybody important, right? They've got Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, a bunch of no-names starting wide receiver. You know, they might sit Higby, but they're going to continue to let it fly. I mean, they they really don't care. They don't have a draft pick to care about. They're, they're going to keep playing, right. right? So I actually like that situation quite a bit. I don't really want to play Rams, guys. I'm just – it makes me more interested in Walker right along with you, Joey. Yeah, the whole game itself. It just totally. makes the whole game itself interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and real quick, so the Seahawks, they have to win and Green Bay to lose to get in. But the cool part is, is Green Bay plays at night. So yep, they, they like, got to win. They have to win anyways first, yep. which is great. So – I'm with you guys. I think Ken Walker is going to make probably 90% of my lineups on Sunday. Like, Perfect. no doubt about it. I'm just yeah. locking him in. Um, Nothing like when all three and then I, something. It is rare. It is. He's just in a great freaking spot, you know. No, just note um, that down. And we've people. seen it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> note it down. Write, write that down. Um, I like Cam Akers right below him, too. Like we said, the, the Rams don't have anybody else to run the football. And Correct. They're going to try to win this game. They, I mean, if they can burn Seattle, like a division opponent, they're going to do it. Like, totally. they've been playing hard. So, totally. I mean, I, my running back combo, Akers and Walker, are going to start, like, a high majority of my life. I mean, you could play both of those guys together and mm-hmm. feel That's just what fine I'm saying, though. It. Like, yeah. I'm going to start a lot of my lineups with Walker, Akers. Like, For sure. Just yeah. right there. So, what about below that? Below that, um, are you, you know, going to go back to your guy to get some revenge money and win it back from last year, Jim? Who so Najee? Najee's been looking like Najee the last few weeks. Just had to bring that up, huh? I know he well, is. I'm sure he some money back. He's 50 yards away from a thousand <laughs> yards. Right? He needs. He wants to get to that mark. Hey. He's been running pretty well. Is Cleveland really going to show up this week? I can see Najee having a game. He's been playing well. Warren's been, you know, tapping into his carries. I think it's been pissing him off a little bit. He's running hard. He's a different running back the last three or four weeks than he has been the rest of the season. That's and, that's and the only P- thing I see. Pittsburgh's another team that they 
they have a shot to make the playoffs. Like they win, like they're in play, you know? So I, I love, I love Najee uh, on Sunday as well. Yep. Um, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't hate Najee. I mean, should I should say do. love him. I love Walker. I like Najee. I mean, I go. do hate Najee, you know, he <laughs> lost me three quarters of a million dollars uh, about 12 months ago, but you know, it's neither mm-hmm. here nor there. Um, I would no prefer to go down to a guy that I have a massive amount of interest in, and it's J.K. Dobbins. Um, healthy, healthy for the first time. Baltimore is obviously – this is a game that they need to win. Um, Cincinnati's weakness is their run defense. Um, yes, I know that they're going to stack the box, but if you watch that Ravens and Steelers game from last week, the Steelers stacked the box, and the Ravens said, we don't give a flying fuck. We're just going to keep running the football. Yeah. For the amount of volume that that guy is getting at $5,700, it's just it's just a flat-out misprice, right? Yeah. It's just – it shouldn't be that price, right? And there's another guy down here that shouldn't be that price based on the amount of volume that he's getting either the past few weeks. The algorithm just didn't catch it mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I don't really know. Um, so Dobbins is a guy that I'm interested in. Um, and I also think it is a fine week to just load up on Miles Sanders, who's burned so many people this year. And people will look at that and say, fuck that. I'm not playing him again. That's he a crazy has, call. He has, well, well, listen, they, he has a no, legitimate well, chance to score 25 to 35 points this week. No, I hear and, you. The, the why I'm saying that's a crazy call is every show, every article I've read this week is all on like, Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell thinking like, oh, like they don't give Sanders the ball and you know, these games that mean a lot. Like, why would no. you get it here? I know I'm saying that in the way like I I think the call is bold and like sneaky as hell. I think it's no brilliant. one's gonna play Miles Sanders. I think it's brilliant because people are forgetting why Miles Sanders is getting so many carries this year and why he's a twelve hundred yard rusher this year, and it's because he's in a contract year and the Eagles don't give a fuck about yeah, his health. Exactly. So they are going to run him through the ground. They're obviously confident running out Gainwell and Scott if Sanders goes down in the playoffs or just riding Hurts. They do not give a shit if this guy stays healthy. They're not re-signing him next year. No, so there's yeah. a reason he's getting this many carries last year, and he didn't get dick last year. Like, right? I, like He wasn't even the number one back last year, and this I year all want, of a sudden he is. I want Hurts yeah. to play because then even fewer people are going to play this guy. Well, and what did we talk about at the beginning of the show? We're not playing Hurts because he's not going to be running, which is the whole reason that takes away from Miles Sanders. The goal line, those those fucking quarterback sneaks on the one. Like they want Hurts to take snaps and get out there. Yeah, I I think that's sneaky And the one positive point about the Niners – I'm sorry, the Niners. uh, (laughs) The Giants' defense is that their pass rush over the last three to four weeks has gotten really, really good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't think that they're going to need to be doing a lot of, you know, five-step drops in this game. I think that they're going to lean on their running backs. There, there hasn't been any sort of sample size telling us that Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell are going to get combined more than 10 to 12 carries. It's no, going to no, be Miles totally. Sanders, and this is just a flat-out misprice um, for the situation that they're going to be in as well, needing to win. Yep, I, I like it. What about below him? Anyone else in the fives? Yeah, I got someone down a little bit lower. I might skip past a few guys you're looking at. But Zach Moss is a really, really interesting team this week. Going against the Texans, 5,200. This guy's getting all the carries for Indy right now. Um, What did he get this last week? He he had, let's see, 24, 12, and 15 carries the last three weeks. 
he is their number one back. Jeff Saturday doesn't know what the hell he's doing, so they just run it up the middle. Um, Zach Moss doesn't have a touchdown. He has 75 carries in the last um, – I mean, this season. So he's due for a touchdown. He gets us one touchdown in that 12-carry mark. Zach Moss is getting us our points. So I, I don't think it's a bad call. What a gross game. I, I think so Houston. Gross. I think Houston beats him outright. By the way, I'm bad. I've, so I've cool. already bet on that game. So Indy's I don't know. Pitiful. Houston. Houston's got to be tanking for the number one overall. Can they? they lose no, it? they like Can came somebody... out. <laughs> like, like Lovey Smith knows he's getting fired. He's like, I'm trying to win. <laughs> what do I care? <laughs> like, yeah, okay. I won't be here. <laughs> I think okay. Houston should fire him actually today, to be honest. But well, they absolutely uh, should. Um, I've got somebody down lower than that. So yes. do I. I have one. Get, sneaky, let's get sneaky. really dirty. I uh, know. I just have one sneaky play that I don't think anyone's going to do. But go ahead, Jim. I don't think you're on the same. So guy. mine's at the dead men. Is yours okay. at the dead men? No, no, no. Go ahead. What is so the my, dead men for running back? Four thousand. Four k. <laughs> Jarrett Patterson for Washington. Okay, I had him last as well. last year in week seventeen. When, when, um, whatchamacallit, Gibson went down, he ran for 98 yards and a touchdown, 98 total yards. Uh, he had four catches for 37 yards in that game. Um, I like playing the only other guy is Jonathan Williams. There's only going to be two active running backs for the commanders. Jonathan Williams is absolutely terrible. He uh, sucks. He's, a tw- he, he's a 28 year old running back. That has done absolutely <laughs> nothing throughout his career. The the most the most carries he's ever had was in 2019, and it was 49 carries on the entire year. And he does and, and, and I and will it, tell you, as the college guy here, dude, Jared Patterson's good. Yes, like he balled out at Buffalo. Like he yes. was a really freaking good player. So I'm with you on that one. I think so that's he's he's 23 years old. He was an undrafted free agent. Um, the one game he played in 2022, or tw- I'm sorry, 2021, um, he had 10 catches. Yeah, he can play, ten. dude. Wow. This is one of those ten. where, like, like they're already rolling out Sam Howell. Why, why not plug this guy in, right, and just be like, what do we have in this guy for next year? Like, 100%. do we have a guy? Or, you know, what do we got here? So, he, I'm with he you, is, He is one of two active running running backs they they also have reggie bonifon if you've you know they signed him to the practice squad on thursday but realistically they're likely only going to have two active running backs so if if you're telling me that jonathan williams is going to get 90 percent of the carries i'll tell you to go smoke some more crack because it's just (laughs) not even going to fucking happen so four thousand dollars there's no reason not to take a shot on this guy nobody's projections are going to like him but if you know what type of football player he is, like Vinny said, and you've seen him in college, and he was the main guy for four years at Buffalo. Just read the situation, that, yeah. Absolutely. Dallas's run defense is nothing sexy, right? I mean, we've seen it all year. People have ran the ball all over them, and it just opens up basically whatever else you want to do yeah. um, at, higher pro, at higher premium positions. Totally. I am going to give you one sneaky play. I'm not, this is not going to be a core play or anything like that. He's taking a few dart throws. I think this guy has potential, like could change the slate at 5k. 
I don't think we see Christian McCaffrey, and I think we see Jordan Mason absolutely light the Cardinals up on Sunday. That's another really, yeah, really good great line. call because that's the Niners are gonna the Niners are gonna pound Arizona on Sunday. Like there's Dude, nobody zero, is playing for Arizona. There's zero reason Dorch. to play McCaffrey on Sunday. Okay, Dorch like the Dorch, we'll get to that. Okay, but what I but there's a chance like okay maybe they give Eli Mitchell a few touches, maybe they give Debo a few touches. Those starters are going to be out. Is Mitchell, is Mitchell back? They said yeah. they activated him. So they're going to give Jesus. him a few carries. Hopefully, Kyle's not like a psycho. And no, just like they don't tries need to the, win this. He is the glass man. He That's what I'm saying. Need any put, just, just put those guys on the shelf and give Jordan Mason 25 touches on site, like a preseason game, and let this kid just dominate. Like, so, so they will I told roll the Cardinals. I don't disagree with that, but like, I, I honestly would rather just play Patterson at 4,000. You could, totally. The Niners are going to have four active running backs on on Sunday. But, like, two of them aren't going to play. But they are, Vinny. He's not, not going to give McCaffrey zero carries. He's not, not going to give McCaffrey or uh, Mitchell zero carries. He's not going to not give uh, TDP zero. I mean, they're, they're all going to – it's going to be like a 20, 20, 20, you know. I guess whatever. what I'm saying is, like, what the game theory-wise I'm trying to play out here, like, let's say Philly goes up 21 nothing over New York because Saquon's not playing, all these things aren't happening. And, like, the whole second half is just Jordan Mason against a pitiful Arizona defense. That's all my thought is. Like, I'm going to take a few dart, dart throws. Uh, I That's mean, it for me. He's also going to give Tyrion Davis-Price carries, too. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm going to take some shots on the kid. It's not It's not a bad idea. Kid, I just so. – there's other, other guys I would prefer to go to other than yeah. That makes sense. All right. I don't have anybody else here. No, I don't either. Wide Receivers, one-offs. Are you guys going to roll the dice on any Jefferson thinking he's going to go for it for the yes. record? Yes. What is he away? He's like 200 and like eight yards or something like that away? I mean, he could the, – the Bears are so bad. They're playing at home. He could legitimately get that in the first half. Like, I'm not fucking around. <laughs> yeah, not, they're they're yeah. so bad. I know. He's – uh it's a risk because look he's he's 21% owned. So there's a conversation uh, for not playing him, right? Yeah. And going to Chase or Hill who both have positive leverage. Chase is the highest optimal rate out of any wide receiver this week. He shows up in the optimal lineup 19% of the time. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's, only being, he's only being 15 to 16% owned and I don't really know why. Um, I think people just yeah. think they're going to rest and throw it. So he's 206 away. He has done that once this year already. 233 he went for. 223 for Detroit. Well, he could, so look, God. he could absolutely do it. Um, I'm going to take a shot in a lineup or two, yeah. but I'm going to be way underneath the field, and I'm going to be gaining leverage on the field saying that, you know, if he gets his, like, eight for like 94 in a touchdown. It's not going to kill my lineup because I know that there's value elsewhere that I can get to, but all those people that are trying to get overweight on yeah. him that are playing him at 40 to 50% of lineups, I'm going to have a leg up because there's no chance that they're going to be able to get to some of these other plays. Yeah, that's totally fair. And I think how I'm going to play it is in those lineups we talked about that are already risky, right? The Flacco lineups or the Hal lineups. Like, that's where I'm going to take my Jefferson shots because oh, yeah. he goes nuclear and those guys do somehow hit value. Um, 
I mean, you're you're in play. You I mean, know he's I mean? ul- so. he's ultimate tournament play, right? He just he's how he's, crazy he's, is that? The guy's 206 yards away, and we're like, yeah, like that's just a like a good Sunday for him. Like he's, he's very my, capable. Bears are I, so bad. I was reading this article the other day about you know best college football teams of all time because I just went down a rabbit hole for some odd reason. You know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, they no, and I, they just went over the they just went over the stats of Burrow, Chase, and Jefferson that season with LSU. Yeah, yeah. it was the it's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like it's these insane, are the dude. and Jefferson and Chase are, so in nuts. my opinion, the best receivers in the NFL. And Burrow's a top three quarterback, and you can't go wrong playing Jefferson or Chase in yeah. any environment or in any situation ever. Yeah, Je- Jefferson. Just for a quick note, has gone for. 184 once, 193 once, and 223 once already this year. So I'm with you. I'll take wow. some shots, but what a freak that guy is. So yeah, uh, so I, I love Jefferson and Chase. Uh, Tyree Kill, I'm skipping on this week. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves just doesn't really. Well, know, we, didn't, we didn't even it's, talk about him at quarterback. Uh-uh, I don't know. Uh-uh. It's Skylar no. Thompson, my friend. Skylar Thompson is going when to be starting. When did this news come out? Uh, a couple days ago. Hold on. Hold on oh. a second. It's I was Skyler pretty sure Thompson. two gloves is going. No, Skylar Thompson's the starting quarterback. Wait, what team is next starting for? Oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> he, he, the Dolphins signed him, but he's. Oh, okay, that was it. They signed it. Yeah. No, okay. he's 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 Damn starting. It. He's starting for the Dolphins. It's going to be Skylar Thompson. Oh, I was really hoping it was Glennon. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm, that, that, um, I'm still I'm out on Tyree Kill. It's just not. I don't like the situation. I think Miami's going to blow it. Um, they're just yeah no. So Miami has to win. Yeah, they do have a show. I just don't believe in them. But that's fine. You can they could still lose and Tyreek Hill could still go for 35 points. No. I'm just I, I'm just not playing anyone with Skylar Thompson. I, it's I, not even that. I don't trust the Dolphins right now. I feel fine. like we've seen the best of them, and we're just not gonna get that team this week. The I'll I'll, I'll just personally I'll find the five hundred bucks to play Jefferson. Or oh. just drop down to Chase or Diggs or drop down to Chase. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I just think the that situation is so weird, Jim. It doesn't matter. He's he's a premium player, and that is going to be out there for the entirety of the game unless What's they're it? getting completely blown out. He's going to be like one percent out, huh? That's fine. And I'm no, no. I'm be, just asking you. Like, I don't know. I didn't. Look. No, he's he is going to be right now um, around ten percent. Okay. Um, I mean, below that, man, like all these, all these guys up top are pretty much my stacks. Uh, CD Lamb's going to be my bring back for the Sam Howell lineups, obviously. Okay. Uh, the one guy that I really like is, and it's kind of funny you brought him up because I wasn't playing the other side of this, but I really like Chris Olave this week at 6,200. There's your Sammy Darnold, you know, bring back right there. Yep. Um, He's the guy I like there as well. Um, yeah, I mean it's kind of tough this week. Um, I, I, this is another like area like I'm totally fine living in the mid range. Like, yeah, mid mid range is going to be the premium for me. Uh, I didn't. I played one lineup with Amari Cooper last week. I should have played more. I'm going right back to that this week. There's no reason why he's not going to get the same amount of targets. Uh, we um, talked about Flacco earlier. Um, if you're not playing, you know that stack, which I don't know if a lot of people are going to play that stack. Uh, Garrett I, Garrett Wilson is uh, the second highest uh, receiver showing up in the optimals this week and has like a six percent positive leverage. So 
I really like going there. Um, my, I got a guy. You got a guy. I got a guy. Uh, Michael Who's Pittman. Oh, Michael Pittman has 136 targets this season. <laughs> that is absolutely That is incredible. insane. He is 105 yards away from 1,000 yards. He is four catches away from 100 catches. Um, two, cat, two touchdowns away from five touchdowns. I can see Michael Pittman having a 10-catch, two-touchdown game this week. Like, easy. It's not a bad call. At 6,100, 136 targets. That's on the same level as Devontae Adams. Yeah. I mean, I don't love it, but. No, because I mean, it's Sam Ellinger. But again, he's going against the he's Texans. He's playing Houston. So. <laughs> and the Texans are great when they get to spoil people's stuff. There's nothing to spoil here. So. Yeah. I just think that I think Michael Pittman has a fucking day. Like potentially two, three touchdowns. Okay. Well. The, the volume's I, too high. I, I, and, I mean, it's it's the same it's the same argument that I'm making for some of these running backs that you're making for Michael Pittman right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't, you know, the, the only difference in the variable is that you, you have, you know, the wettest noodle in the league of an arm, maybe throwing him the ball. But that's well, Sam Ellinger's got a better arm than any other quarterback that's played for the Colts this year. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, Matt Ryan and Nick Foles have the noodlest of noodle arms right now. We, so. we, we've talked way too much Houston and Colts. Dude, if this game what goes 45-plus points really and they're the reason you win Amelia this week, then, yeah, we're going to keep talking about him. But, dude, Michael Pittman, 136 targets. That's, That's insane. You can play Pittman and Cooper, and you're just gobbling up so much of their respective team's target share. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, pretty mind-blowing, actually. Yeah, like I, I'm really curious what Michael Pittman's uh, ownership is on Run the Sims. We can keep going down uh, the list and it's only, probably it's look only, at that for us. Only eight, only eight percent, Joe. Oh, under ten percent. This guy gets I, literally like more than half of the offense. <laughs> like, yeah, bring it on. There you go. Uh, I, so below six thousand. Any one offs? Yeah, I kind of like Deontay Johnson this week versus Cleveland. Fifty-two hundred. Uh, him or Pittman, you know, can kind of take your chances. But again, Pittsburgh's in a must-win game. Deontay's consistently seen seven, eight, ten targets a game. Like he's a guy that you know at any given time can go, you know, have a really, really good game and get you twenty, twenty-five. So yeah, I guess. Do you, remember, do you guys remember Marquise Brown before DeAndre Hopkins came back? I do. I do. Yeah. Then um, maybe we should play some Marquise Brown this week at fifty-three hundred, where they're probably going to get blown out and they're just going to be throwing the ball and they have no one else to throw to. I mean, you can play Marquise Brown and Dorch skip on the quarterback, but those guys are going to get a lot of catches this week. Don't get fooled by what happened last week. Okay. The Raiders at least have a resemblance um, of a real offense because Derek Carr wasn't a quarterback. Let's not get into this. This pod will go like three hours. Da- David, so <laughs> I'm not playing David Blau or any of his web. Oh, I shouldn't say that. To uh, your point, pause it. Well, let's just skip to it. Like, if I'm going to play a Cardinals fan, I'm just going to go all the way down and play Dorch. Play Dorch, yeah. Yeah, yeah 3,800. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, I see no, what I you're just, saying, Joe. I see what you're Marquise saying. Marquise Brown had game three games in a row without DeAndre Hopkins with 31, 21, and 22 points in a row. But I know. His, pre, but, pre- Kyle, but Kyler was playing quarterback then. Yeah, that's yes. true. Yeah. <laughs> that's so that's kind of the big difference that I know, I know we're what you're trying saying. to get to here. Listeners, I, if you know what a, what it sounds like to get your bubble burst on air live, then 
You just heard I it. just take a few more <laughs> sips of scotch. You'll be all right. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I, you're right. You're right. I mean, I like scotch, the play. Scotch, scotch. It's. I mean, look. It's a turn. We're talking about turn. We don't play cash games here, right? Nope. So it's. It is a good tournament play. Um, you just have to be prepared for him to go for like, you know, six for like forty-seven and mm-hmm. no touchdown. And if you're cool yeah. with that, then look. But the upside is definitely there. The Niners consistently blow coverages uh, one to two times a game. That's true. And all you really need is that one. I mean, he's he's going to be ba- virtually unowned. I mean, yeah, he's at three and a half percent ownership, and he does show up in the optimal lineup thirteen percent of the time. Joe, he is someone. If so, that game gets out of hand, you know, the Niners do pull some starters. Like he could pop like a, a yeah, late he, fifty yarder, but it's not even that. He might just get like eight catches in the fourth because they're just throwing little dump offs, little smoke routes to him. You fuck know? it, I'll play him, Joe. I know. You're right. Let's right, go, you, you psychos. Uh, Sick fucks. Down below that, the only <laughs> other guy that I really have a little bit of interest in, he's part of the stack, but I need to mention him is because he's so cheap, is that uh, uh, Corey Davis for the Jets. 3,500. Like, if you're going down and you need Flacco, like, Flacco. you need some serious point saving. I mean, down below that, man, the threes is pretty ugly this week. Like, there's oh, guys that are going to play, but they oh, are yeah. ugly. Well, oh, it's ugly, Dor- but you know you're going to get a lot of touchdowns from these 3K so guys this I, week. I, I like Curtis Samuel as a one-off at 4,000. Uh, we mentioned Van Jefferson. I mean, he's basically playing every single snap. You mm-hmm. Pick your favorite between him and Tutu Atwell for the Rams. Uh, Steve Do- Irwin for the Bengals. Dorch. Dorch. Dude, what about Rashid Shahid? I know he's priced up to 4,200, but this guy, every time I look at red zone, this guy's scoring a 70 yard touchdown. Can't, I just can't do it. <laughs> because he gets Dude. like one target a game. No, and if he, he hits. He had six targets. <laughs> I know. It's actually catches been pretty last good. week for 80 yards. Like, who is this guy? Can, <laughs> I, interest, can I interest you in a, in a $3,300 Byron Pringle? Uh, not with Nathan Peterman playing quarterback. Well, he's a better passer than. Uh, than field yeah things. you see how long that list was that you had to think of he's not a better <laughs> passer than anybody he's not a better passer than uh, move on i move mean on, look on. you could do Peter. you could do worse at 3300 for the target share that he's getting in that offense okay you could do worse uh how about a little ray ray mcleod for the niners i think that's a really interesting so that's play. not a bad play because if they that's use... their explosive guy he's gonna be playing in their garbage time when they're winning i mean the I same can thing as the jordan mason call like if you think that's how the game goes like i i, I don't think that's but it's not i think it's no i don't think it's like the jordan mason call because there's not really anyone else Correct. right you got debo and Ayuk. if they're not really playing in the second half ray ray mcleod is like one of their only options ever i i have a dead man punt if you guys would like oh, it oh god all Bring right Let, let's hit that can't, we'll move to tight ends can't wait i am looking at a number 19 for the los angeles rams a brandon powell yeah all right i can see that He's actually playing, isn't he? Like he he's, plays he's, a decent he plays, amount. He plays like he played eighty nine percent of the snaps last yeah. week. How do you play eighty nine percent of the snaps and get two targets? <sighs> well, he ran the ball once. <laughs> he had one attempt for six yards, Vinny. All right. I mean, we are in YOLO territory here, so oh, yeah, I mean, look, I'm going to come down he, on that. He does. He did have a game versus versus Seattle, where he had twelve points. They're playing Seattle again. They obviously like the way he matches up against that team. I don't know. I don't know. 
Right. There's so many players down here. I just like want to be good, like Lavishka Chenault. <laughs> like I just want that now, guy. Now we have him. Now we Le- got him. Le- Le- Lavishka Chenault is like fetch. People have been trying to make that happen for years, and it's just never going to. It's never gonna happen. I know you want it to happen. Shout but out to Mean Girls. Just gross. All right, <laughs> tight, tight ends. ends. Um, Andrews. Anyone? Can I some Andrews? Yeah. Um. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think he's the easy run back in that game. Um, you know, his he's going to be the highest owned tight end. The highest owned tight end this week means 13%. So I'm not like totally, you know, it's not going to scare me away from it or whatever. Um, I do think that, you know, I could, I want to play Kittle again, especially because Brock Purdy, it's, it's actually a problem for the Niners. Brock Purdy has like this weird fucking tunnel vision for George Kittle, which I mean, it's, it's working. It, I mean, it is, but he missed two touchdowns last week because of it. And yeah. One yeah. was almost an interception, but I, I digress. No one wants to hear my Niners takes. Um, that's, that's my only interest in Kittle. He's only 6,000. Um, I think Mark yeah. Andrews is by far the better play just because Cincinnati's passing defense is not great, especially over the middle. Um, I don't yeah. know. Who, who are you guys going to? I have a, <laughs> I have a real weird one. Um, Albert O? Wait, no. You, oh, you, no. There's no way you I just fucking, I just fucking gagged. Did you hear what the coach said this week? The guy was like, yeah, I don't know why they weren't playing Albert O. Like, they're just like, – he's – like – Dance and Rick ain't getting it done. Like just I told wasn't even the, no, like Albert O was like <laughs> Albert O was like fifth on the death chart. It wasn't even like Dance and Rick. Like, you he was even active. Everybody. He got six targets last week. Dude. Almost like 13 and a half points. Like I tried to tell you okay. that Dance and Rick no. fucking sucks. Uh, he doesn't yeah. suck. Russell sucks. All right. Um, Albert I love I love Conklin this week. Yeah, I think yeah. Conklin's a nice play. Um love the Flacco Conklin. I mean, you, you see that touchdown roll up and you're gonna, yeah, there's so many people going to go, what the fuck is that? And we're going to be over here pumping our fists. Yeah, he's got the long hair to the, the, the locks to go with it. I think Hunter Henry, uh, somewhat decent. They're probably going to yeah. have to throw. I think Buffalo's, again, going to kill him. But Friar Muth, I think, is probably my favorite at 3,800. So. I was looking at Friar Muth, too. Mm-hmm. I was looking at him, too. <sighs> I just don't – again, I – Outside of like Najee, just because he's been running pretty well, like that offense really, it's hard it's, to watch the Steelers play offense. I get it. Yeah. I mean, there's I not know. a lot in here, guys. No, so there's not. not. That's why. Are you are you ready for <laughs> like, my go for are, it? Are you ready? Well, Jelani Woods? No. Good. All right. Okay. Who is this something the, really gross. <laughs> who is this the official podcast of? Irv Smith. He is Irv back? No, back. no way. Yep. He's going back. to play this week. How did I miss and that? If you have been watching the Titan or the sorry, the Titans, God, the Scotch is really. <laughs> Woo! Uh, wow. As he takes another sip. <laughs> if, you, if you have been watching the Vikings, you have seen the absolute essential piece that TJ Hawkinson has become for that offense. Now, as an Irv he's Smith, what we thought Irv would be. <laughs> as an Irv Smith dynasty owner and lover. Uh, it's very unfortunate, but this is the week where like, if the Vikings are going to sit somebody, it's going to be TJ Hawkinson because he has become such a catalyst for that offense. Um, as we talk about an offense that didn't do Dick last week. Um, I mean, it, he came in right away and Kirk was just hammering him the ball. Right. So Kirk does like throwing to the tight end position. 
We're playing tournaments. I'm definitely going to sprinkle a little little Irv Smith salt bay style into quite a, in probably about three or four lineups. All right. That's other all I got. That, is, other than that, yeah. I'm with Joey. I like Conklin. Um, I got a guy. I think oh, Noah Fant is interesting. I know Jimmy. I, I know Jimmy's going to like this one though. It's uh, Colby Parkinson. Jimmy, you were about his talent, and yeah, he he's, he's pretty electric. He's really he's good, sweet, and but he doesn't really Jesus. play. But the last two weeks, he's got three catches and then five catches. So he's a part of the offense all of a sudden. He is, and he's got some skills, man. Folks, he, we're talking Colby Parkinson and a right off the IR Irv Smith. You know it's a rough week for fucking tight ends. Colby Parkinson. Can we please uh, move to defense? Caught a touchdown last week. Well, there you go. Cole Komet, Nate Peterman, maybe? No? Mm, no. Dal- Dalton Schultz is somebody else I had a legitimate interest in, especially if that game stays a little bit close and they're trying to – I don't think that they're going to fully rest CD, but if they're just trying to limit his – Overall, I mean, you know, if he normally plays like 94% of the snaps, maybe this week he plays 85, right? And some of those red zone packages, they're going a little bit more run heavy. I think Dal- you could do worse than Dalton Schultz at 4,500. I definitely think he's yeah. he's mispriced at 4,500. He should be more than Cole Komet. He should be more than Dallas Goddard. And he should be right around the like 51, 5,200 range. 4,500 mm-hmm. is way too cheap for Dalton Schultz. Yep. Cool. Defense. All right, Vinny. Going to defense per request. Thank you. Uh, Defense. I mean, I like the Jets quite a bit uh, going against Skylar Thompson at 2,600. And I I told you, I bet this game already. I'll take the Texans at 2,700. I I think Indy is just a walking diarrhea down their leg, and it's going to get ugly down there. So I really like the Jets. I really like the Jets. Jets are my favorite low slash favorite play combination. Um, Skylar Thompson, Miami is going to shit all the way down their leg into their white little socks down there. So I think, I, I'm a fan. I think that if uh, uh, if Tampa Bay rests their guys, um, I have a lot of interest in the Falcons. Um, the Falcons showed last week in a game that actually hurt their draft pick status that they're just going to keep playing hard and trying to win. Um, at 2,400, I don't mind that. If, uh, if the morning games go the way that they do and this game becomes meaningless to the chargers, um, I like the Broncos at 2,500. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, it, and if it, even if it does become a game, I think that, you know, Herbert gives up enough sacks, makes enough mistakes, or in the afternoon, if you want, you could late swap onto the commanders at 2,300. Um, just because Dak does take a lot of sacks and he will give up the football. Um, so those are the two kind of mid-range, you know, I, I like the Jets too, um, I th- but I think a lot of people are going to like the Jets. Um, yeah. The only other team that I'm going to probably try to like try to get in them a, quite a bit of lineups is, is the Steelers at 3,200, just because must-win game, TJ Watt, Deshaun I've got Watson. Zero, I've got zero interest in playing the Steelers. Steelers defense? Yeah, no thanks. Well, what does Cleveland do to make you not want to do that? They throw the ball quite a bit, pretty well. I mean, I don't know about well, but maybe they do. <laughs> but all right, well, all right. I mean, Agree I would rather disagree. I would rather play the Bills at thirty eight hundred. Um, 
at well, one yeah, to, I mean, at one to two percent, six hundred. Well, that, that, I mean, that's fine if I think I, mean, I can get more points out of them. I mean, you guys, hold on. Like, this is a legitimate conversation. Can the Niners defense actually get us like a twenty-point game this week? Yes. Yeah, they're, they're at forty-one hundred. That's cheap. Yeah, just think. I've, I mean, just think like one or two, you know two sacks, and then you have like a, a pick six off of David Blau, and you're like almost there already. Normally, the Cardinals I, don't have anybody. James Conner's not playing, and that's like their entire offense. They they're literally playing like Trace McBride. I don't mm-hmm. even know who the running back is. Uh, what is that? The kid from uh, Connor, Arizona. Yeah, Connor's out. Connor's yeah. out. They're playing Ingram at running back. They have Ryan's no at receiver. They, they David Blau's their quarterback. They're missing their offensive line. And, not and the, the Niners, think. It's I think D'Amico Ryan's also comes out this week um, a little fucking pissed off about giving up 34 points to the Raiders. Oh, the yeah, they're going to try week. to just get things right a little bit before. Exactly. I so I think the Niners at 4,100 is absolutely worth it. They're gonna. I think they can get you four X at that point. Yeah, I mean Nick Bosa's at seventeen and a half sacks. You know he'd like to get a few more tallied up there, and so yeah, if you can get there, do it. So I think it's I think it's more than possible this week with the amount of low end, you know, low price running backs, low price quarterbacks, and low price people we can get this week based off of our week eighteen stuff yeah, we've been talking I, about. The Niners are absolutely a team that I would like to play this week. I, I'm right there with you, Joey. I think that you can go up to them no problem. Um, they're a team that I think is going to be really interesting. Um, that I think that, you know, they're project, they're the highest projected own team at 8%. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I would rather jam the Niners in than the Eagles, that's for sure. And that 8%, right, that's – that's the top of the top of the tournament that you're playing in in our GPP. Exactly. Like you're going to need the Niners to be able to hit that. Yes. So especially if they get us a defensive touchdown, possibly two. Mm-hmm. The, what, what are the Cardinals playing for? This is Cliff Kingbird, Kingsbury's last game. No, and he knows it. He doesn't I mean, give a he's, shit. He's maybe playing for – they're maybe playing for Kingsbury's job, but, I mean, that's about it. That's why they're Kingsbury probably going to play – they're, they're probably going to throw it. Like, yeah. I would. So. Yeah, I think Cliff's already like off, a foot out the door, dude. He knows he's gone. Well, they I gotta think, pay him anyway. What does he care? Yeah, he doesn't give a shit, and he no, knows that yeah. like, Kyler's gonna get picked over him, so he's out. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's the cheaper one to buy out. His contract is all right. Hot we got takes. we got bold calls, hot takes, and then we're gonna touch what on Saturday's slate real quick. Yep, real quick. Yep. All right, go for it, Joe. Where's my music? Oh shit. Okay, hold on. <laughs> spin, spin that shit. Hold on, I'm losing. DJ. It. Spin that shit. <laughs> oh, now I'm feeling it's it. It's the best okay. I got. All right. Okay, so my, the best I got. my last hot take of the season, of the regular season, is Michael Pittman <laughs> gets three <laughs> touchdowns on oh Sunday. Hat trick. You, you know he only has three touchdowns all year. Hat trick. Market. <laughs> wow. Market three. I dig it. Jim? Jamar Chase did this late in the year last year. I think he's going to do it again this week. Jamar Chase goes for 50-plus points. 5-0. 50-plus points. He had 55 last week of the season last year to really help me out and have a chance to win the million. Uh, I think they're pretty pissed off. I think they're going to throttle the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm going to say that he goes for 50-plus. Oh, yeah. oh. 
Boy. All so right. Chase, we got Pittman in one lineup. Vinny, who is completing the trifecta here? I'm telling you, it's going to be Mr. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. I think Joshy Boy throws for five touchdowns on Sunday. Excuse and me? I think three of those go to Diggs. Oh, shit. So you Fuck better get me. some of those stacks in there because those two are going to absolutely smoke Belichick, maybe even in his career in New England. <laughs> and That's career. my bold call. Whoa. Send his ass packing out of Foxborough. Whoa. Hey, okay. If there's a person to retire Bill Belichick, it's definitely Josh Allen. <laughs> wow. It's happening. That's, that, <laughs> it's happening. Those are some sizzling takes right there. I'll tell you and that. I, and I, might put, I might put the more, next mortgage payment on the, on the bills on Sunday. I mean that's fair. I, I mean I don't think it's a bad. I mean depending on what line you're getting at, I don't I don't I don't hate that at all. <laughs> yeah, that is true. All right, nice. Saturday slate. What do you guys got? What are you guys feeling? All right, I'm feeling. I'm over. just my take on Saturday. I just think we're gonna get a lot of defense in these four Ooh. games. Really? Um, Interesting. I'm seeing the public just really really heavy on the over in both games. Um, I know the Raiders and Chiefs games are at like, what's that, like 50 points it's at, but it's a heavy over on that game. I don't see the Raiders playing as well. I don't think they really care uh, at this point. The Chiefs are just trying to get through this game without getting hurt. I can see it being a lot lower scoring than you think. And then our other game between the Titans and the Jaguars, I think people are really, really heavy on the Jags. Um, I think we all want the Jags to win. And I can see Rabel pulling this one out of his ass and winning like a defensive battle. So it's funny you say that. Like, I'm going to play a lineup or two with that, like, game theory. Like, yeah. and, and I, rightfully so, right? Like, they've been awesome. But everyone's just counting out the Titans. And, like, this is the game, types of games that Vrabel, like, yes. lives for. Like, Derrick Henry is going to get, like, 40 carries. And they're just going to play good D and just try to, like, strangle the Jaguars. Well, all it takes is, like, the Titans play their game. ETN gets a fumble, which he will. Trevor Lawrence gets a pick, which he will. I can okay. see the Titans getting a win here. And, like, we all want the Jags to win. I think we all want the Jags in the playoffs. But it's too good to be true right now. And I can see Vrabel just sneaking his way right back into the playoffs with a shit team with Josh Dobbs at quarterback. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll... a typical Vrabel uh, fashion. So... I just don't think it's out of the question, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, look, personally, for, for the slate on Saturday, I'm not playing the two-game slate. I'm playing two separate showdowns. Yeah, um, uh, I think that you have to do basically whatever you can to get Travis Kelsey into your captain lineup. Uh, the optimal rate is only having him in there about 17% of the time. I think that you should probably have him in there as much as you possibly can um, in that Raiders game. Uh, I think I think Joey's best friend, uh, Mac Daddy, is probably a really nice play in that game, someone that I'm going to go to a fair amount. Um, you saw them trying to get to Darren Waller a little bit more. Really like Darren Waller in that game as well. Uh, I like Renfro a lot. If he did not get his head corkscrewed around and torn off like a Looney Tune by Fred Warner last week, I think Renfro is on his way to actually having a pretty big game. <laughs> Don't stand I mean, on the tracks when the train's coming through. And yeah, then that's true. I think another guy you have to just go right back to, he's overpriced. People keep saying, I ah, he's not going to do it again. He's not going to do it again. Just fucking jam Jarek McKinnon in at, ca- at captain because he's now built a level of confidence in, in Patrick Mahomes that last year it was 
Kelsey and Hill whenever he needed to go somewhere for a safe throw. Now it's Kelsey and McKinnon. People could say whatever they want, but you just go back and look at the fucking usage. If you're not playing him heavy in a showdown tomorrow, like I don't know what you're doing. To and make it easier, he he's he's an awesome Eckler light. Yeah, 100%. Like that, he's the number two receiver in that offense, and he's going to get some carries too. Hundred percent. I'm I'm personally I'm going to avoid Josh Jacobs. Um, I think he's shown everything he needs to show for whatever he's going to get next year, and there's no yeah. risk of he does not. He, there's no reason for him to risk blowing everything going into his contract, right? So. I don't think we're going to get as much Josh Jacobs as most people hope. It's someone I'm definitely just going to fade in this game. There's no reason for him to go off. Okay. Yeah. Um, if we're I, talk- I, oh, sorry. I'll have a little showdown. I'm playing a few two gamers uh, over here. So just kind of game theory on that. Like, obviously, Mahomes is the best play, but he is expensive. Like, I think I can fit a really good freaking lineup in with Trevor Lawrence, like where you can get more of a balanced build with Kelsey with Derrick Henry, who I think you it, you just have to lock Henry in and move on, like, in this thing. I think it's really um, easy. I think you just lock Henry and McKinnon and then move on. Yep, if you're not going to play – if you're not going to play Mahomes, you just lock Henry and you lock McKinnon and you're locking in. I mean, you could even – this is even a slate where if you are playing the two-gamer, I like playing Henry, McKinnon, and um, ETN in, in mm-hmm. all in the same lineup and then just – figuring it out elsewhere well another person you guys should really consider is evan ingram um and the biggest reason for me is because you got christian kirk and you got zay jones they're the most heavy bet props this week to get over in their catches and over in their yards um that scares me when everyone's hopping on that everyone thinks they're going to go off that's when evan ingram's going to go get you 10 catches and snag the touchdowns from them so evan ingram i think is one of the sneakiest plays if you're going to do the two gamer even in the showdown because everyone's going to gravitate to Kirk and Jones. Yeah. In ETN. I do think Christian Kirk, Zay Jones are both really good plays. If we're talking about that Jags game, I think Traylon Burks is a really good play. He's just the best weapon besides Derrick Henry in that offense. Agreed. Uh, I'm also going to be playing a decent amount of Stidham and uh, what's it called? Devontae. Just, I, again, I don't think that Stidham is like, you know, Tom Brady or anything, but he showed that he can operate that offense pretty well. And like, he should be trailing here to your point, Joe, like I do think Kansas city gets up, but they're not going to like, it's not going to be 50 to nothing. They're not going to just dismantle the Raiders here. I think. Correct. Correct. Um, I think Stidham, like from a lot of game theory perspective can chase. And I mean, Devontae's just, He's just so good, dude. Like, he's truly matchup-proof. Well, I don't care. what I really like about Devontae is it's all this stuff that's come out with Carr and the way he's approached it. He's like, yeah, I came here, you know, the biggest reason was because my friend was here, Carr. But he goes, I've wanted to be a Raider my entire life. I want to make this yeah. situation work. So yeah, he's the man. Devontae yeah. is all in. Yeah. He, yeah, he wants to be on that team. He wants to make this team better. He doesn't really give a shit. He wants to catch the goddamn ball. He's five catches away from 100 yards, 60 yards away from a 1,500-yard season. Devontae's going to have a game regardless. Yep. Yeah. So piggybacking, yeah, kind of yeah. piggybacking on what Joey said, some just showdown stuff uh, for that Jags that night game. Um, I think my two favorite, if you're playing in large field GPPs, is Evan Ingram at captain and then also Traylon Burks at captain. Um ETN, I think, is could be a really sneaky captain as well if they get down a little bit. Um, 
Christian Kirk, the reason why everyone's betting is over is because he has an incentive built into his contract where I think he only needs like 47 yards or something like that. And I think his prop is at around 50 yards. So I think people are thinking he's going to yeah. get over that. Uh, but I actually like both kickers in that game quite a bit. Bullock and then Riley Patterson are two guys that I would – Fat gonna, Randy. Fat Randy and and uh, and uh, Little Riley I think are going to be two – it's going to be – I think it's going to hit the over, um, but I think both sides could have like two to three field goals apiece. Yeah. Are, are you rolling with any uh, Henry in the captain spot? I mean, I feel like you almost have to at least in one, right? Yeah, I think I'm going to in one. Um, because if he does just go nuclear, you're you're done. Yeah, you exactly. Have you have to have I him do. in one. I took and a have, – And if you have him in the flex at, you know – 75 to 80 percent owned it's there's not really any point to playing him in the flex you would be, you would be better served playing somebody else in the flex and and saving that yeah um, because like if you're gonna play henry you just play him in the captain spot and then go from there right i think henry has a game and it might not just be on the ground um again he's one of the highest prop overs for rushing yards that week um I got Henry at like plus 7,500 on this weird add-on prop bet that I did to get over 75 receiving yards on my betting <laughs> app and $5 to win a hundred bucks. Yeah. Cause um, he takes screens to the house all the time. Yeah. Exactly. So. Five bucks to win a hundred dollars for Derek Henry to get over 75 receiving yards. Um, I think he gets it in a lot of different ways this week. So Henry's going to well, catch it, yards, touchdowns from both sides. I just look at it. Like if he doesn't have a day, this game's over anyway. Yes, he truly is like yeah. they're, they're not going to throw to win this game. So it's either he dominates and owns this game and keeps Jacksonville off the field or he doesn't. And this game's they're going to do what they did to the Jets. Right. The Jaguars went up by like two touchdowns and they just like sat on the ball because Zach Wilson yep. sucks so bad. So that's kind of what we're going to see. So I think yeah. you almost have to just plug him in and say you, you just get weird with the rest. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my right. thing. go. Up. Does uh does this have to end? Can we keep can we keep going? Uh, <laughs> I guess well, whatever. I mean, we go all night talking about. Random, <laughs> I mean, I've got random showdown stats sitting in front of me here. If we want to talk I, about, I, you know, Robert Woods overs <laughs> and stuff like that, but I don't I'm, think anybody. I'm, I'm pretty sure I did tell the wife we would start 1883 like an hour ago, but well, she's probably asleep. That. She's probably asleep. I'll keep going. I know so. Karen, Karen just changed the diaper, so I got another like two hours, three hours before I'm up again. So, <laughs> let's ride. Right. All right, guys. All well, right, I, all right, I guys. Well, do it. Good luck yeah. in week 18. Uh, we'll be back for the next, you know, five, six weeks throughout the playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, we can't get enough podcasting, can't get enough football. We'll be starting up our uh, network as Red Zone DFS is our flagship podcast. Many other sports are coming your way. So, make sure you subscribe, share, like. Do it all. Retweet whatever the hell you do. Do it. We have we'll be having a uh, golf pod drop anywhere from Monday to Wednesday, depending on uh, how schedules with work and everything work out. Um, but even if it's only a fifteen to twenty minute pod, uh, we'll definitely have some golf content starting next week Hey-o. for the Sony Open at Wailai Country Club on the island of Oahu. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Love it. Later. All right, guys. Good luck. Peace.